Always a pleasure to have my friend Joanne Folletta in the studio today. The performance today, 2019 Classical Music Woman of the Year. Great award, Joanne. Oh, thank and, you. And uh, always glad to do that. You, As we have said before, you've been very busy with the Mahler Resurrection Symphony that you've uh, given us. And yes. uh, you're such a good Mahler conductor. It's always glad to have that uh, back on the stage. You're busy with the Buffalo Philharmonic, of course, and guest conducting in various locales. Uh, do you ever stop and rest? Well, you know, I think I get my energy from the music, so I better not stop. Okay. Right. <laughs> so I've got to keep going. But it has been a, been a year filled with music and a lot of new discoveries for me, too. So I'm, I've been very happy this year. Well, this year, uh, for the Virginia Arts Festival, you get to run into uh, old Bill Shakespeare, William Shakespeare's right. Antony and Cleopatra, with the music of Frenchman Florent Schmidt who lived all the way to in the 1950s, but yet sort of looks and sounds like an older French composer. I think he studied with Foiré. He did. And has that, that type of sound. Yes. People don't know Florent Schmidt, but, but you've made a great recording of the music with the Buffalo Philharmonic for the Noxos. Of, of Antony Cleopatra, yes. I mean, he's a, a composer, and there are lots of others that sort of have fallen through the cracks. And yeah. all, but I think there's a little bit of a renaissance uh, coming with Florence Schmidt's music and having seen these scores, uh, I fell in love with them. So I, I knew the music first and then the uh, Globe director, Bill Barkley, heard that CD and and of course he was very, very knowledgeable about the play itself and decided that he would recreate something that had been done in 1920 uh-huh. by André Gide where he actually <laughs> mounted the play uh, with the music. I think that was a very long production. So yeah. ours is not very long at all. Ours is actually quite short and very potent. Uh, but the idea of music and word together is important. Yeah. So this is as it was done in the Globe Theater in London, not I guess not too long ago. That's right. It and was done for the 400th Shakespeare anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was done at the Hollywood Bowl. How many actors are involved in this? Do you know? How many it's a handful of actors only. It's mm-hmm. really pared down to the essentials. Okay. And um, and the the play, of course, is which is very long in its original yeah. uh, um, uh, uh, form, is also pared down so that uh, we get the parts that are most relevant to us today. I mean, Shakespeare often incorporate a lot of uh, current events in his plays that we would not understand. So. It's very powerful, and the play itself is uh, is intriguing in that, of course, it's a great romance between these two oh, these yeah. two uh, extraordinary people. But it's set at a time of warring battles, and and uh, the 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 contrast between the Roman Empire ruling the world with pragmatism and strength, and uh, almost a pitiless kind of you know right. mm. uh, rulers there, and the uh, Alexandria in Egypt, which is filled with sensuality and, uh, um, of course, beauty and exact opposite of Rome. Yes, I've, I've been to Egypt, and it is a land of mystery. And yes. and uh, when you go in and see the pyramids and see how old it really is, I mean, you're talking about real antiquity yes. here. This, yes. And Shakespeare, I think, realized it, and Florence Schmidt realized it. But to put them together, now, is the music underneath the the dialogue or is it as uh, well it, this was another decision that i think was brilliant um mm-hmm. uh, bill said it would have been easy to have dialogue then music mm-hmm. then dialogue then music uh but not as interesting as what he has put together mm-hmm. he's really cut up the sweets uh, of florence schmidt in a way that there can be a short burst of music and then dialogue mm-hmm. or dialogue can exist 
over the music, very carefully placed, so that it's totally integrated, which makes it much more powerful. Must have been tricky, though. I guess you, <laughs> you do a little homework on this yes, one. Yes, it's yeah. tricky. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, it, it's more powerful, really. It's one of those things that uh, just makes the Arts Festival the Arts Festival. When, when they put together something like this, Friday, May 17th, 8 p.m. at the Ferguson, and then uh, Saturday, May 18th, you're going to be over in uh, Chrysler Hall. Any difference in the staging? I mean, the stage area? Are you no, Bill easily came, moves from one to the yes, other? Yes, it easily moves. Bill, Bill checked this out um, about a year ago to make sure we could do that, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it will work very, very well. And we have wonderful audiences in both those places. Gosh. Is it, by any chance anybody going to be recording this? You know, I'm not sure they will because it mm-hmm. is visual, but I yeah. maybe. I hope so. It would be nice to yeah. have it. We enjoyed your, you know, the recordings of things that you've done in the past yes. with the Virginia Arts Festival, and it does kind of capture it and keep it so that That's we can, right. can play it again and again. We always enjoy playing your recordings. Just just got the uh, Roman Trilogy from oh, Respighi. Wow. <laughs> That's quite... Yeah, I'll clear out the cobwebs for you. Dramatic. I know, it's very loud, but, but wonderful. But, you know, truly, I mean, you're mentioning our collaborations with the Virginia Arts Festival. They've been some of the highlights of my time here in Virginia in all these years. Um, uh, we have been doing one big project yeah. per year, and this is the big project this year. Um, but we've done Mahler 8. We've done Bartok Bluebeard's Castle. Just played the Mahler 8 again on the air the other day. Oh, hey, it's it was, it's, I was there, and it was it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's thanks to, to David and Susan Goode and mm-hmm. to, to uh, my my good friend. Oh, and, and speaking of which, Night Owl has been a big hit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I heard I it on. Heard, heard it on. And you've been doing a little radio. I heard you on satellite uh, hosting. Was the discovering American music? Oh yes, yes, yeah. right. So, so, you're, so I mean, we're these are projects that are like mountains in my life, mm-hmm. and and I'm, I'm so glad to do them. And this will be one of those too. This this combination of the play. Um, which is a really interesting play. Really. Yeah. And I think the music, um, having the music with it, gives it a little uh, extra nobility and drama. You know, they, they, they are definitely, I mean, Cleopatra and Antony are definitely flawed characters. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in the end, the music uh, helps redeem them, and we, we're left with the, the incredible love that they have for each other despite their squabbles, despite the mistakes they make at the end. They love each other, and that's what is at the crux of the whole play, and the music brings that to us. Well, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be Friday, May 17th, 8 p.m. at the Ferguson, Saturday, May 18th, 8 p.m. over in uh, Chrysler Hall, 282-2822, the phone number <clears throat> for the Virginia Arts Festival, and vafest.com, Joanne Folletta, the Virginia Symphony, Shakespeare, Antoine et Cleopatra, Florence Schmidt, couldn't be more fun to have it all come together. And, Joanne, we are looking forward to it. We thank you for taking a little time to stop by today and talk about it. Thank you, Ray.